Hello, everyone. It has been a hot second since I have sat down at this desk in front of this microphone to talk to all of you wonderful human beings. Yeah, so it's been a minute. It has been a minute. I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit of those nerves rolling around in my stomach. I'm not sure why. I think I put too much pressure on myself. I think that's what's happening right now. I'm really excited to be back in my little studio recording this for you. And to be clear, by studio, I literally mean my desk in my home office. I don't have some fancy setup. I'm just staring at the screen as the uh, the little ticker goes by on GarageBand. So I'm here, I'm present, and I'm ready to talk to you. Because I've been wanting to return to this podcast. But in order for me to return to this podcast, I first needed to return to myself. And what I mean by that is I lost myself for a good bit. I lost who I was. I lost what I believed. I lost what I wanted. I lost vision. I lost hope. And I didn't know what to do with all of that. And I certainly didn't feel equipped to talk about that while I was going through it. I wish, looking back, that I would have, because I think if I had sat down and started to process through what I was feeling here in this format, I might have moved on a lot faster. I might have returned to myself a lot faster. So 2020, okay, this is not going to be a podcast about 2020. We don't need to keep talking about everything that happened because everybody has had their own experience that year. But I am going to share a little bit because that's the year I lost myself. That is the year that I started out with a bang. I was ready to do some amazing things. I was in it. I was committed. I was ready for my life to become more of what I've always wanted it to be more of who I always wanted to be. And I started out the year by going to this high energy professional development conference. I was getting my business together. I was rocking and rolling. And all of a sudden, the pandemic hit. And while the pandemic in and of itself was this global trauma, my wife and I were also going through our own personal trauma. We have been trying for many years to start our family. We have been hoping and wanting and desiring to have our own family, and it's not happening. And we started to go to fertility treatments, and we started to do all of the procedures. And by we, I mean my wife, who is the most amazing, strong woman. She's the one who has to go through all of these things and I would go and support her as best that I could and do my part. But it took its toll. It took its toll to every single month manufacture this hope for what we want and then have it crushed 
all over again. And we did this for years. And so in that process, we went through something called IUI treatments, which is assisted treatments through a fertility clinic. And those didn't work. And our last option was to do IVF. And IVF is in a really quick nutshell where they take her egg, my sample as they call it, and they put them together in a lab and hope that the embryos stick. We attempted this once and uh, things weren't looking good. And so they had to do something called a rescue IUI. And then we went back to do it a second time. And we were lucky enough that we got just four embryos out of that. Uh, But unfortunately, after transferring some into my wife, um, she had a miscarriage and, uh, and then the other embryo, other embryos, uh, did not make it in the lab. And that was kind of our last medical intervention. And so in the midst of a global drama, trauma, excuse me, global trauma and, um, social injustice and, and the deep grief and pain that the world was experiencing together, we were also experiencing another level of that within our own home, within our place of peace and security and comfort. And it took its toll. And I found that the things that I depended on, the things that I believed in to help me through hard times didn't actually work when the hard time came. Are you hearing me? What I believed in to help me through the hard times were not effective strategy in the hard times. And so I lost myself because I couldn't fathom trying to help other people with strategies that weren't working for me. And so I stepped back, I stepped back from this podcast, I stepped back from the personal development world, the personal growth world, uh, from life coaching, from all of it, because I lost myself. And I knew that I could not show up as my, my most authentic self when I was lost. I'm actually getting a little bit emotional recording this, which is why I should have done this through the process. <laughs> I, I never want to, uh, I never want to try and be something that I'm not. And so I felt like I was wandering in this wilderness and I was alone and I didn't know where to go and I couldn't get high ground to see anything. And I was just, I was deep in, in grief. I was deep in my depression. I just became so bitter and so cynical and I didn't know what to do. So 
I didn't do anything. And it turns out that is exactly what I needed. I needed to discover for myself what was true for me. I needed to discover for myself what I was going to attach meaning to and what I wasn't. I needed to discover for myself who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And so I sat with everything that I was feeling. I am an Enneagram 9. And for those of you who know Enneagram well, you know that Enneagram 9s, we like to shove things down. I often make a joke with my friends to just shove that shit down because it ain't helping. Of course, I don't actually mean that, and I don't do that anymore. I would have at one point in my life, but that's not an effective strategy. So for almost a year, I haven't been shoving anything down. I've been feeling it. I've been welcoming it. And I've been allowing it to have a place in my life. And so let's start with grief because grief was something that I hadn't experienced on the level that I experienced over the last year of my life. It was something that I didn't really have to deal with. And, and I say that from a place of, uh, from humility and gratitude, but I haven't had a lot of loss in my life that has caused me to feel incredible grief. And so I had grief suddenly showing up every day in my home, in my safe place. And I wanted so badly to just shove it down, to push it away, to ignore it, to not have anything to do with it. But I couldn't do that. Because we can't ignore the feelings that come and expect to move beyond them. They will take up residence in your mind and in your body and in your heart until you acknowledge them, until you let them know that they are welcome and they are allowed to be here but only for a certain amount of time, only until they have completed what they've come to help you with. I started to look as grief, at grief not as the enemy, but as a friend, as a friend that would hold me during the darkest times, as the most persistent and patient friend that I've ever had. Because I started to see grief as intuitive, way more intuitive than I was because grief, she knows when to show up, but often we push her away. We try to lock the door and keep her out because even though grief is there to help, grief is just a reminder of what we've lost, but she's patient. 
grief is patient. And she gives us the space we need until we're ready to let her in. But I'm telling you, my friends, you have to let grief in. Because without her, you can't move forward. Without her guidance, you will stay trapped within your emotional prison. So you have to welcome her. You have to allow her to do the work that she's there to do. And she's not on a timeline. She's not in a rush. And at some point, you'll be ready for her to take a step back. And she will. And, and it'll seem for a while that she's gone. But you're going to bump into grief again from time to time. And you'll remember why she's there. And every time that she shows up again, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging because grief reminds you of what you've lost. But she's there to comfort you and to hold you in the darkest times. When I realized that grief wasn't the enemy, that it was okay to feel the way that I was feeling and to let grief have a place in my life, I was able to learn so much because you can, you can conceptualize something and you can learn something intellectually or you can hear someone talk about the grief that they've experienced in this situation. But until you're walking through it yourself, you're not taking that intellectual knowledge and making it real life experience that's helpful. Until you walk through grief in your own way, with your own hands and your own feet and your own heart, you don't really know how to handle grief. And, and you know what? I don't even want to say handle grief because grief is not something you handle. Grief is something you welcome. When you learn to welcome what you think is there to hurt you, you realize that it's actually there to help you. And this is so true of so many of the feelings and emotions and the situations that we face. We think, we think that they're there to hurt us. We think they're there to harm us. We think they're there to scare us. We think they're there to destroy us or destroy our relationships or destroy our families or destroy our life. But it's only, we only think that because we haven't taken the time to sit down and say, what are you doing here? What is it that you want me to learn? What is it that you're here to teach me? Yeah. Yeah. I lost myself and grief has helped me find my way back. Grief has helped me realign myself onto a path that I'm excited about and a path that I want to be on. And it isn't because the grief is gone. It's not. 
It's not. But it's because now, now I have another friend, another friend in grief, another friend to help through the hard times. When you just shove all that shit down, all the feelings, all the emotion, all the pain, all the sadness, all the grief, all the heartache, when you shove it so far down, you end up alone, alone with yourself. And when you're in the middle of pain and grief and sadness, even if you're not acknowledging it, the worst thing to be is alone. So you have to begin to welcome in all of these things that are happening to you. You have to begin to accept them, to acknowledge them, and to sit with them. Because they are there to help. They are not there to hurt. I lost myself, and I'm starting to find who I am again. And I'm excited to share so many of the experiences and the lessons that I've had. And because of that, I've decided to change the name of this podcast. It's been called Show Up with Gentry or just the Show Up podcast, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the name of the podcast to both and both and, and that is because in all things in life, we sometimes think in either or thinking I have to be either happy or sad. I have to be either experiencing grief or experiencing joy. I have to think either this way because that's what I was taught or this way because that's what I want. The idea of both and to me represents this expanded thinking that life is both easy and hard, that life has both joy and grief, that life has both wonderful, amazing moments and devastating ones. It's this idea that there's more than just an either or perspective. There's more than just black and white thinking. There's more to experience when you open your mind, open your heart and open your hands. So, my friends, welcome to the Both And Podcast. I'm excited to restart this journey with you, and I hope that as I learn and find myself, that for those of you who also feel lost and scattered and like you're wandering around, that you too can find yourself and return home. I'll talk to you next time. All right. One last thing before you go. If 
you liked the podcast, do me a favor and subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're all over the place. iTunes, Spotify, you name it. We are probably there. So go ahead and subscribe and also share this. Share it with your friends, share it with your family and share it on social media. And if you do tag me so that I can see it, I am at Gentry Lesby on all the socials. So find me there, follow me there and share this episode on social media and be sure to tag me. And of course, last but not least, do me a favor and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That way, more people can find it. It's a really simple thing to do. All right, that's it. You can go back to whatever you were doing now. Thanks for listening.